Hey, 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 welcome to Unplug with Annie. It's me, Annie, and I want to ask you a really important question. What is stopping you from achieving your dreams? Unplug with Annie is all about hope and perseverance, how we can together work against everything that is holding us back from achieving our dreams, even if that thing includes us. I hope that you enjoy all the conversations. Don't forget to follow Unplug with Annie on IG and Facebook, and you can stay updated with everything Unplug on the website www.unplugwithannie.com. I love to say we need to leave everything on the dance floor that is life. I am rooting for you. Hi everyone, welcome to the finale episode on the season of Courage. I have the wonderful Vipul Basania on the show. Vipul is the host of Know Your Legacy podcast. He's also the author of Searching in Silence and Seeker of Truth. He is a poet, quite like myself, and his words definitely stir a lot of emotions and I know definitely resonate with so many of us. I think Vipul is really great at being transparent with his emotions and being vulnerable and sharing his feelings and thoughts and musings on a page and also a big lover of quotes like I am. So I'm really, really excited for our conversation. Hey Vipul, welcome to Unplug with Annie. Hi Annie, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's really great to get you on this series, um, the finale of this series called Courage. So thanks for taking time out to jump on. Um, I just want to ask you, first of all, about your your writing and in terms of your passion for writing, where that sort of came from, were you inspired by anyone specific? And and yeah, when, when did that writing kind of bug bite? Um, I feel like, writing communication generally has been uh, I guess a natural strong suit of mine being a Gemini it was something that always came naturally to me even when I was really young but that being said I was a super shy kid in school and I didn't feel like that was something I was good at necessarily and at the same time I always used to get in trouble for uh, talking in class and I, I was like the first one always sent out for disturbing other kids and stuff so it was always there, but I never really acted on it and, and wrote, uh, I guess, consciously, um, knowing that it was something I could utilize to, to help myself or help other people. I guess it really started when I was journaling a few years ago, and that just came up just because I had no other place to express emotions or to express myself, um, albeit I, I had good friends around me and family but it was not something that I felt um, I wanted to do with them it was something I wanted to do privately and so journaling kind of got me into the flow of using words to express how I was feeling and kind of dive into that world which I hadn't really dived into and then it became more prominent I guess last year um, when we went into lockdown it was mm -hmm. something that I really took a lot more seriously because I reflected on all the journaling I'd done and the journey that I'd been on was a bit of a roller coaster emotionally. And I thought, wow, okay, this, there's a lot going on here. Um, maybe I could 
um, be a bit creative with how I expressed this and it felt like it came together as, as poetry, but yeah, it just came, I guess, organically over time. Wow. It's interesting. Cause yeah, I think I can definitely relate to that. It's quite, writing can be really cathartic on it. And, um, yeah, I feel like, I, though I love talking to people, there's something really interesting about putting words on the page. And um, yeah, it's quite an intimate journey. So I, I, I know that I love writing poetry as well, so I can completely, completely get it. Um, yeah, I see you doing spoken word as well, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, again, it's something, I mean, the spoken word thing pretty much also started during lockdown. So it's been interesting how this experience has sort of opened people up um you've you've written a book um searching in silence and it's a poetry book essentially but tell us a little bit about about the book um and and what people can expect from the book so just yesterday i went live with it on my website and you can download the first 33 pages there at vipapasanya.com but the essentially the book itself again came out came about organically i never intended to write a book it was something that I felt um, came through me as I went through my journey and started journaling. I thought I'm gathering a lot of insight in how to manage emotions in a particular way or certain scenarios, um, whether that be with family, friends, ourself, um, when you're, when you're alone. Um, and that kind of came together as, as poetry and the way I wanted to express it wasn't just like kind of life lessons, like, you know, do this and do that. Cause that kind of felt too preachy and that wasn't, my style there's enough of that in the self-help world and that I'm not saying that's good or bad it's just there's a lot of it and that's not that didn't really call to me that style and when I reflected on all the notes that I'd made over the last couple of years I guess the all of the notes kind of fell into five themes um, as I started to collate them they kind of the themes about what I was reflecting on kind of fell into five categories and that's identity so I call that one who am I um, trauma love purpose and death and it was like almost as if these were the five things that um were most important to me and i didn't realize that but that was what was underpinning all of my reflections and and my experiences and i felt like that's kind of universal topics that everyone can relate to in some capacity right like we all struggle with identity in terms of ourself and who we are and how we can show up as our authentic self what it means to be your authentic self do you even know who you actually are mm -hmm. and who are we as a collective as well so looking at it from both perspectives and that kind of started when I kind of shed the the layers as to who I thought I was and who, what I thought I believed what I thought was important when I took those away I was like well who am I then if I take away my name my age my ethnicity where I'm from this the education I have the money I want to make the dreams I have let's strip all of that back and essentially I'm just a soul or a spirit experiencing itself choosing what it needs to choose to be happy and to uh, to to journey through this thing that we call life right and everyone has that everyone has the same starting point but mm -hmm. whatever layers on top that you have whether that's um white skin black skin asian skin wh whether you live east west south north your dreams are to be a superstar an actress like yourself or to be a writer whatever it is yeah. it's like it, it, it essentially it's all the same when you peel back the layers so that was interesting in itself looking at trauma was you know quite a dark place to go but it was also a light place to go because when you come to terms with it and you start writing about it and sharing it it kind of helps other people look into their lives and realize actually there's a story here that trauma doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing 
it's just mm-hmm. part of your story and when you can speak about it it kind of elevates the the weight that you have on your shoulders and kind of gives courage for other people to speak up and stand in their truth and kind of ties into your identity because that's part of your story if you're pushing that part of yourself away you're pushing away a part of your life and still part of your your human experience right um because you can't really have light without dark and dark without light it just kind of goes hand in hand um and the next one was um what did i say who am i trauma love and love actually this was quite a fun one to write i didn't expect to write about love in the way that i did and that was experiencing love in terms of what it means to experience self-love um love in terms of us as a collective and and I guess, building our relationships as humans to the rest of the world. And that means uh, between us and each other, and but then us as a collective and nature. Um, and then the looking at the relationship between myself and whatever word you want to use, but I call it God or universe. Mm-hmm. And then looking at what love means from um, a parent and child perspective or a mother and child perspective. So all of these, oh, I know, oh, obviously looking at partner love between girlfriend and boyfriend or uh, marriage whatever it may be um and all of these all of these forms of love are varied in a sense but they all essentially arouse like rouse the same kind of uh feeling of connection um the other one was uh purpose and death so purpose kind of one of my pain points has always been like what am i really here to do mm-hmm. and that i guess keeps changing over time and I know you've talked a lot about purpose on your on your podcast right and so purpose is like this thing that we fixate on especially if it's really important to you kind of thinking well what's what's the point of all this like why am I actually here and I guess that's a question that comes to people who naturally come to a point in their journey where all of the surface level stuff they've been doing isn't really satisfactory for them anymore Mm -hmm. and they want something else but it's not written in a book for you that's the annoying part right only you have that answer so going on that journey to figure out why am I actually here like what's important to me what makes me get out of bed what makes my heart beat what is this thing that keeps me going so exploring that in all of its varied ways and then um, looking at death as well and not necessarily in the morbid sense of you know the way that people normally see it and the way that media presents it to us but looking at it in terms of um just playing around with ideas like i i would some of the stuff that i would write is about like um death being just someone that babysits you before you go into your next journey and it's not really uh, you know it's not really the end it's a milestone from here to the to the next place so in that way you're not really dead it's not really a bad thing you're just leaving one journey and starting another one um so yeah long story short that's that's the five that's the five areas i could talk about it forever but yeah it's super it's been super interesting reflecting on all of that stuff yeah i mean um all of them are, are really really interesting subjects for sure and yeah ideas that i love exploring i i love the fact you spoke about identity and what you said about identity was there in that process of writing about identity was there something that you for you personally that you experienced in terms of a shift of what you've been told about yourself and 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 kind of the, the conclusion you've come to at as to who you actually are um within that subject of identity is there something that you can talk about in terms of the shift that you experience from going to from one way of thinking into another way of thinking yeah definitely I, I feel like what comes up is um in terms of all the the quote-unquote bad experiences or the bad um 
feedback that I've gotten from people about um, the way I look or the way I feel or um, if I don't fit into a certain type of belief system that they have whether it's like um, sports or whether it's like the, the food choices I make whatever it might be you always kind of get some type of feedback and I've I, a lot of the time I've had kind of negative feedback about um, some of the lifestyle choices I've I, I've chosen but also the way I look as well because of a skin condition I went through so it was looking at that and always feeling like I have to suppress it it's like there's some part of me that's not good enough and that's not because I felt that way but because I was taking on what other people's opinion of was of me and making that my own and that wasn't necessarily true so pulling those two apart like that's what someone else is saying but how do I actually feel about myself that's a different thing entirely I don't have to take on what other people think that's what their perception is and then the rabbit hole goes a bit deeper because then you think their perception is based on their own life experiences so somewhere along the line they've been broken to the point where they feel like they have to bring someone else down or to make that particular comment whatever it is to then feel like they're enough does that if that makes sense right so whatever they're saying even though it may seem spiteful or negative in the moment it's because they're trying to make themselves fit in and feel enough Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of pulling that apart and then through that journey what I realized in the end the shift I guess is accepting all of it it's like everything that's happened to me is part of my journey like it's neither good or bad that's just labels that's just titles that we've given each event like it's all objective um it's whatever you want to make of this scenario, right? So I'll use my story to empower people. That's why I've written um, and allowed myself to write the book. And as scary as it's been to kind of go into the um, the back alleys of my soul and, and my heart and to allow it to be put on paper, it's like, well, that's the naked me. Like I have to show that to show people I'm human as well. We are, we all are, but there's some kind of courage that comes from the, from accepting your story um, and realizing that it's not just your life like whatever you've gone through is important and it will encourage other people to to empower themselves as well if you're courageous enough to share it whether that's through writing or through speaking or through just a simple conversation with a friend and sharing something that you feel is a bit vulnerable but to them they may be holding on to something that they've never shared and that allows them to then realize actually I'm not the only one who's gone through something like this. Maybe I am okay. Maybe this is normal. So, yeah. yeah, so true. And I think it's so important at a time where a lot of people have struggled with their mental health. And I like what you said about, you know, I think the more you are able to see other people's trauma or try and develop an understanding of where they're coming from, you know, it creates automatic compassion and empathy for that person. But it, it takes a lot of living life to, I think, get to that point, um, which, yeah, I can, again, definitely, definitely relate to. In terms of self-love, though, you know, I know it's not a, you know, what's the, the, the best 10 ways to develop self-love kind of thing, but <laughs> it's not quite as easy as that. But I know, I know you've mentioned a couple of times that this journey of writing was organic had it not been for the journaling though do you think that in terms of stripping away these you know labels that you've you've got over time in terms of figuring out what your identity is what your purpose is all of this do you think it would have happened would this journey inevitable or is this a very intentional act of no I'm doing this for myself because I want I want to develop more self-love for myself interesting question um <laughs> i think i think it's twofold so 
um, it was something that I consciously chose to do. But then also I feel like subconsciously it was a seed that was already blossoming naturally. And so um, I had no choice but to have that thought that this is what I want to do next. If you see what I mean, like it was, mm. I feel like to some extent, this was my sole mission or calling that I, that was kind of predestined before I got here. So the form in which it takes, it could be a lot of different things. So if I didn't journal, it could have come up in a different way and I would have got to the same result, which is expressing um, emotion or expressing connection through communication in some sense, whatever that looks like just this time around, this is what it looks like. But in terms of writing, it wasn't definitely just the journaling. Um, I, I did go on a few trips and have a few conversations with individuals and connections along the way, which definitely helped. Um, and I feel like 2019 was the dark soul of the night, um, if you want to call it that. Like it was the the, the beginning of a, a new chapter, which caused me to go into the trenches even more. Um, so I... I, I do use from time to time plant medicine. And so in 2019, I did mushrooms. Um, I, and that kind of opened me up to, I guess, realizing that we are souls having a human experience and that everything that is happening to us is happening for us. And it wasn't necessarily um, something I did. It was more like a, a thought and a feeling that was dropped into my mind. And so I, I wrote it out um, just a couple of sentences from that, from that experience that I'd had. And that was around March, 2019. And then I'd connected with someone just before that, a few months before for the podcast, um, a guy called Philip McKernan, who I really looked up to. And I met him at an event in person, which again, happened unexpectedly. I didn't expect to meet him there. Um, I knew of him, um, but I met him at uh, an event that I went to in Vegas at the end of 2018. It was a speaking event. And I went there as an attendee to, to connect with like minds. And um, he was there and we exchanged details and he came on the podcast in January uh, of 2019. And he asked me to do something called One Last Talk. Um, at the end of our conversation, he said that he really felt the like that. I was called to, to take part in this, I guess, workshop that he'd started or this um, event that he'd started called One Last Talk. And, the, and it was happening in London uh, a few months after we'd spoken it around March, uh, sorry, around June. Mm -hmm. um, and the whole concept is, if this was your last day on the planet, what truth would you share with the world? And then you go through a whole process to understand what that truth is. And it can't be like a preachy self-help type of type of truth that you should do this or 10 things I've realized about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's more about coming to terms with your own story and then being able to share that. The scary part is then you share that in front of an audience. Yeah. Um, and it's optional to invite your parents. I did, even though it felt Oh, really scary <laughs> i i did because they were a part of the conversation they, they were part of the story uh inevitably and that sparked a lot of heated conversations afterwards looking back now much needed for sure for mm -hmm. us to come onto the same page but there was a lot of friction so um that happened um so taking part in that kind of elevated my confidence to realize actually i do have a story and it's okay to experience all of these things and to talk about all of these things that most people don't talk about and i had a couple of people um really interested in the in the in the story that i'd shared and I, for me i thought well, this is just what i've gone through it's not a big deal it is what it is but to them the reaction that i got was like it was crazy like it, that it had such an impact to them so i thought mm, maybe there's something to this like maybe i should 
dive deeper into my emotions, explore this a little bit more and understand what I've actually learned from the last few years of being on this journey. Um, and then he, I went out to Ireland to work with him for a, for a week. And we had 20 people from around the world fly in to, to do this week-long um, workshop. Didn't know what to expect, but he just said, I feel like you would be a really good, um, it, you'd just benefit from it. Like you'd be a really good um I guess, participant or um, mm -hmm. just a soul to be a part of this conversation or this week-long workshop. And so I, I flew out there just, I guess, blindly, not really knowing what I'm going to expect and who to meet. So I was there. I, the most intimidating thing was I got there and I realized I'm like one of the youngest people here. Everyone here mm -hmm. is like in their 30s, 40s and 50s. We've got businesses and like millionaires and got like grandchildren. I'm like what life experience have I got in comparison to these guys? Right. But again, that was one of my insecurities, right? Like that was one of my insecurities because I was looking at myself from, I guess, um, from an age perspective. And that kind of made me feel insecure when actually, if you look at it from a soul level, we're all old souls in the room. That's why we ended up getting together. And, and when I look at it from that perspective, I'm on the same page as them. Yeah, this time around, I might be living in a 20 something body while they're at this point in their journey. It just, but we're just meeting at this particular juncture in our journeys. Um, mm. But I do feel like we would have journeyed a long time before to then now come back and kind of have this experience for a week. Um, but yeah, for, for this, throughout this week, we dived deep into like everything that was vulnerable. I mean, like there was no day where anyone wasn't crying. There's so much going on and being unpacked about like, um, I mean, like sexual harassment, uh, rape, murder, um, self-hate, suicide, all of these things were being talked about, which haven't been done so openly and confidently before. And it was like a safe space that had been created. So mm. I started understanding what it meant to hold safe space for people to then open up and, and really understand who they are and come to terms with that. Because up to that point, many people, including myself, suppressed a part of their journey, not realizing that's part of your identity too. Don't hide that part. That's the part that empowers you. But we have to have the courage or have someone provide the space for us to feel elevated enough, mm -hmm. confident enough to embody that so that we could live from that space. So I did that. And at the same time, a few, a few months before going to Ireland, I also felt the calling to book a ticket to Peru. Uh, for mm -hmm. November that year so end of 2019 November um, and that was to go and do some plant medicine uh, in the jungle with a group of people um, so I did I sat for ayahuasca ceremonies so yeah I mean throughout that whole year it was all about reflecting connecting um, connecting with people understanding who I am like what is this all for and that year kind of felt a lot like it was happening um just by itself like I didn't know how the timing of events would fit together and what the reason would be but it just all kind of fell hand in hand like I did the talk then I went to um, Ireland then I came back and I went to Peru and it, everything that I picked up and the people I'd met along the way it all kind of fit naturally together and then we came into 2020 and mm -hmm. pretty much traveling was banned I guess you know yeah. restricted so I was so grateful that I'd, I'd taken the leap and kind of spent that money and that time to go and learn and connect with people when there wasn't that fear of of what we've got now going on in the world so um hopefully that gives you an insight I mean there was a lot yeah. of things outside of just writing that kind of wow. fed into my thought process and the way I was feeling wow yeah it, it, it's so interesting when you sort of um well I mean you have to have you have to have courage and it, it's really brave to want to kind of go to those dark places anyway and I feel like 
it reminds me of the saying, um, which is something like, you know, a, a human being has to sort of um, reach destruction, I suppose, as a space in order to resurrect and become something, something else, you know, and to, to grow from that point on or to pivot in a different direction. Um, you also you have a you have a podcast um, called Know Your Legacy, and you obviously you interview a lot of people yourself. You speak to a lot of people about their journeys, and and they come on and they share their wisdom. Is there sort of a commonality or a, a common um, thread between the guests who come onto your show, or something that you have you you feel they all they all kind of share in their own ways, even though they're from very different walks of life? Um, I feel like they all have, uh, an important story to share. I think we all, we all do, but those that I specifically bring onto the, onto the show, it was because at that time I felt like what they were, um, what they stood for and what they were talking about on their platform was very interesting to me. And that was different, um, based on where I was in life. Like if you look at the guests that I had on 2017, 18, 19, it would be very different to who I'd be bringing on to and uh, important or interesting, I guess, in this very moment. Um, it would attract me to a different type of character. But I think everyone, everyone that I've had on, um, the common thread is they're all trying to, they've, they've all figured out that their story is, is a part of their journey. Everything that's happened to them or their journey is part of their story both ways. Um, and, each person's journey is very different so as you said we have people from different walks of life i've had someone who was a was a um onset barber for for like people like um nelly and ll cool j and and all of those uh top rappers yeah. and the types of conversations he would have with them and the type of person he was because of that and then have someone who's living in vegas raising two children um trying to run um trying to run like a um run um uh, her first business and have uh, a book that she's trying to launch and like and then someone else who's living i think she was in ohio um and she's she had like six or seven miscarriages and it was like going through that journey and understanding what it means to raise four children now that she's gone through that kind of trauma mm -hmm. so it's just like everyone's got their own kind of thing going on and i feel like everyone has um, a story to share and it's just that I was interested in that story at that time so yeah well if you had to sort of sum up your life mission if you like or or think about the legacy that you want to leave behind or the impact you want to have whether it be through the book or podcast or you know all the work that you're doing what what do you think that is hmm just being more of me learning to be more of me i think that will be that will be my my legacy is being as authentic as i can be and if i can do that everything else will follow so if i have the courage to just be who i actually am what i need to do in the world whatever form that takes will just happen um a second a sec, like as a secondary thing uh, mm -hmm. as a byproduct yeah 
Yeah. So I think I think I think a lot of people. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, I, I think a lot of people look up naturally look up to those who have the courage to be themselves,、um, and they may not even realize that's the reason. But people who can be themselves and are okay doing that have an infectious energy about them,、um, and whatever they do, it just seems a lot more powerful just because they're standing in their own space and not feeling like they have to wear a mask to do what they're doing.、Um, To, I guess,、uh, attract、uh, attention or attract approval for their own need.、Um, someone, there's something about someone who can just be themselves and not need anything. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's hard to find people like that,、um, especially with brainwashing of the media and you know social media and that、yeah. kind of all that all kind of、um, influences our need for more approval and likes and comments and all that kind of stuff. So.、Um, But it's not all bad. It's also a platform where you can share stuff like this, right? But I mean,、sure. yeah, it's、uh, yeah, just learning to be more of my authentic self.、Um, yeah, well, I mean, that, it's such a hard thing to do as well. I think, like you said, it it takes you wanting to. I think it's it's very a, a very conscious effort as well of wanting to like you get to that place、um, where maybe yeah you do realize like you're unfulfilled from everything you've been doing. Then you you go on that almost like that self development journey. But I feel like it has to be a choice and it has to come from you.、Um, but so many people struggle with being authentic. And like you said, I think I think media and social media has had a lot to do with it.、Um, in fact, like I find myself sort of using it so much, but. At the same time, being so grateful that I wasn't a kid who had that, because、mm. <laughs> I just think like now, like you look around and everyone's got a phone, and it's just what does that do? It kind of destroys connection.、Um, I was listening to this;、uh, it wasn't a podcast, but it was a clip, something Robin Sharma said just this morning. In fact, that he was just like、um, these days, like you're in a list. Standing with people, and you know, people barely look up from their phone, or they wouldn't even say hello.、Um, and he was like, "What's interesting is when you're a kid, like if you just live it, leave a kid alone for like five, ten minutes around other people, they would have automatically made like friends. You come back ten minutes later, and they're like, because they don't, they don't judge other people. They're not afraid.、Um, And I think it's we we build up this fear over time, which is which is crazy. A lot a lot of times we don't even know about that.、Um, I think you said earlier as well. So much was so much that came out on your journey when you went on this journey of self discovery was stuff you kind of buried and you didn't know about.、Um, do you think there's something that people can do if if they if like you had to think of like that very first thing one can do or that first question someone could ask themselves? You are ready to kind of, you know, they've reached the end of the road, and they're just like, I want, I want something different for myself. I, from, yeah, for me, I don't know what that is, but I want to kind of, I want to find my truth. I, I want to be authentic. Um. So what I would say, when what comes up for me naturally is realizing that this whole journey is part of figuring out. What you want and what your truth is and what your purpose is, and realizing that that's always going to change, depending on where you are in life. So, what you think, believe, and feel right now, 
um, is going to be different to what you think, believe and feel um, a year from now, two years or 10 years from now. And again, you'll be asking yourself the same question, like, what am I going to do next? Mm -hmm. So don't feel like there is an answer that you have to find that you have to dig and uh, look for forever. And until you find that you can't be happy, that it's just about doing the, the thing that feels right right now. Don't make it this big, convoluted, overwhelming thing that you have to figure out your life mission. That will naturally unfold as you live your life. But just do what you intuitively feel mm. comes naturally to you next. And it could be something small. It doesn't have to be this grand thing where you start a project or you start a podcast or you start a, um, a business or a charity or like you quit your job. It's not about that. It's about what is that little nudge inside me telling me to do next and just take that small step. It could be like, let's go for a walk right now. Do that because your idea could come when you're on the walk mm -hmm. um just keep it very simple um the fact that the person is experiencing some kind of friction internally that's already them listening if they realize that you're already listening to something going on inside you that's telling you stop what you're doing slow down and when you slow down more wisdom and information will come to you naturally yeah yeah just so much of it is about being present isn't it which is exactly yeah which is difficult i'm someone who suffers from like adhd i want to do a million things at once my yeah. to-do list never ends like there's it's a lot yeah but you that, that's one of the other things that i've realized is um a lot of the information and a lot of the stuff that you need to do comes from slowing down it's not always about speeding up to get to a particular place and as i was writing about death in particular it was like it was funny because as i was reflecting on it one of the things that i wrote was why are you rushing so much? The, the finish line is death. Like, where are you going? It doesn't like enjoy it while you're here, right? Enjoy it. So um, yeah, I mean, you're going to have dark days. You're going to also have good days, but it's all part of the human experience. Just enjoy it for what it is and do what you feel is right in that moment. Um, mm -hmm. And the rest will present itself. And if you, I guess one of the things that are more tangible to do, if, if a person is looking for something a bit more tangible, um, that's helped me personally is to write affirmations and to say affirmations and one of the things when I was lost was I'm in alignment with my truth I just kept saying that or I'm in I'm in alignment with my purpose saying it out loud or writing it out whenever I felt lost and that in itself is creating a space for you to find something new right mm -hmm. so that's that is taking a step that you haven't taken before so something else is going to open up on your journey that wasn't previously um accessible for you just because you've taken that step to make the intention that you you're ready to receive something that you haven't received before an idea a thought a feeling um, a realization so yeah as you were speaking it made me it, what came into my mind was also just yeah telling yourself that you are where you're supposed to be because I think we're just constantly so like you said I mean it's like the, the rush for the next thing without really experiencing the now and and feeling and almost that coming with that is you telling yourself that you're not where you're supposed to be that you're supposed to be doing something else or you should be somewhere else or at some different point in your life right now um and I think that just is the opposite of acceptance isn't it it's just like this constant conflict yeah it is and uh, it it brings up a a great um quote from a from a poet that was read to me when I was in Peru actually and really stuck with me it's from Hafiz who's a I think a Persian poet from from mm -hmm. very long time ago but he said where you are right now God circled on a map for you mm. and that kind of really put in place the feeling of I'm all right where I am like maybe where I am right now 
as dark as it may feel or as confusing as it may feel that's all part of it yeah. just enjoy it for what it is it's all unfolding the, the way it needs to unfold and I think the, the other thing is going through this this process and whoever else is going through I guess an awakening process or a self-development process is realizing that not only is not only are you going to be learning stuff but more so on the intangible side your faith in something beyond yourself and your faith in yourself is leveling up so you don't necessarily have to come out of a particular experience or a situation having kind of massive results like you don't have to come out of it saying that you've started this or you've made this amount of money or that you've transformed your body in some way like people always expect some type of tangible results but what if results were happening on an intangible side what if your level of compassion was increasing what if your level of love was increasing what if your level of faith was increasing like if that was all happening what you can do in your life is also going to change like the internal and the external they're all one thing and they feed into each other each other so mm -hmm. um don't always look at external results either um because your world essentially starts internally and whatever you do internally however you're programmed however you're feeling is going to express itself externally as well and that will lead to results naturally so yeah i love that that's such an important reminder was, was there something for you in this pandemic situation i mean as this is coming out later on, but as we're recording, it is still a lockdown in London. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there an internal shift that you've experienced, um, if not external, during, during this whole pandemic situation? I think it's just being more grateful, um, being grateful for what I've got currently, because so many people um are in situations that aren't necessarily beneficial for them or they don't feel it's beneficial for them and maybe going through a, a, a bit of a difficult period and um it's just made me more grateful to have my family around me and to be uh, to be living where i am in this particular moment in this particular time to have the resources i have to to, to write a book and to do all of the things that i'm doing right now as as um as they're happening you know like just realizing that I'm just grateful for the basic things. So I think my level of gratitude has gone up and I'm thankful for that every single day. Things like having a long, hot shower, things like having, having uh, a hot meal, things like having a heater, like a warm heater, especially with the London cold. Um, it's just things like that, right? Like when you're rushing so much, you, you don't get time to reflect on the basic things. And actually the basic things are the things that make us the most happiest as well. So um, yeah, I think that's probably been the biggest thing that I've tried to um come to terms with and, and to live from that place yeah amazing well thank you so much for, for jumping on and having this conversation it was it was great if if anyone wants to grab a hold of your book and find out more about you um what, what where should they go so they can go to my website, which is up now, uh, vipalbasania.com. They can also go to uh, my Instagram where I'm most active at vipalbasania or at Know Your Legacy as well for the podcast. And between those three, you'll find all the information you need to connect with me. But thanks for having me. This has been uh, an amazing conversation. And again, I'm grateful that that we connected and then that I had this opportunity to share on your platform. You do, you do a great job of hosting as well. Great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for taking time out. Always. I look forward to doing it again.
that's it for me today on Unplug with Annie. Until next time, remember you can stay tuned with everything Unplug on www.unplugwithannie.com. I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes from Mandy Hale. You'll learn as you get older that rules are made to be broken. Be bold enough to live life on your terms and never ever apologize for it. Go against the grain, refuse to conform, take the road less traveled instead of the well-beaten path. Laugh in the face of adversity and leap before you look. Dance as though everybody is watching. March to the beat of your own drummer and stubbornly refuse to fit in.